Welcome to Gone Fishing, a show diving into cybersecurity threats that surround our highly connected lives. Human vulnerability is almost completely ignored in the security awareness space. But why is that? Every human is different. Every person has unique vulnerabilities that expose them to potentially successful social engineering. It's time to change the focus and bring it back to the human factor. On this show, we'll discuss human vulnerability and how it relates to unique individuals. Assessing the constantly evolving human risk is how we make our company safer and more secure. I'm Connor Swalm, CEO of FinSecurity, and welcome to Gone Fishing. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, the CEO at Fin, and we have a special guest of mine and ours today. We have Mary Signorelli. She has been working in the channel for eight years, and she is she's dope. She is our director of partner experience, and yes, she chose that acronym very carefully. Mary, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you today? Oh, if I were any better, I'd be a twin. I'm having a blast. It's just a beautiful Monday. The sun is out here shining now. It was raining earlier, but I'm doing pretty well. Why don't you tell folks a little bit more about yourself, whatever you'd like to say? Yeah, so I was in education for about 20 years, did a little entrepreneurship during that time too. I um, opened my own teacher store. I invented a toy to teach kids to tie their shoes and generally just like talking to people. So when I had some mutual friends in the channel and asked if I would be willing to jump from education to educating kids to educating adults, um, it was a perfect opportunity. So it's been a blast. There are a lot of people in this industry that are previous teachers, and it feels like everyone in my life is also a teacher. I don't know why. I just can't get away. So why in your mind is integrity so important in the MSP channel? Well, I don't think it's just the MSP channel, right? I think it's everywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. You want to surround people. You want to surround yourself with people who treat people the way you want to be treated and who do what they say and say what they do. I mean, I just think it's part of human nature that if you don't have integrity, you don't have anything. Certainly yeah. not, not a growing business. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, growing <laughs> growing without integrity is not the right move. Uh, I've noticed at least uh, there's a huge focus on community. There's a huge focus on, I want to use the word teamwork here, but sometimes you know people are in competing MSPs and still, or competing parts of the industry and still helping each other. But before I even got into the industry, the f- one of the first things I recognized after jumping in was how big community is in this space, that it's not only a way for you to meet new people, but it's a way for you to challenge your own ideas. And also, if you work with the community, well, grow. Yeah, for sure. Well, and I think that the channel is unlike a lot of industries I've seen where it's like cutthroat and, you know, trying to push out the competition. I really see it as a lot of people trying to help each other. You know, they make an exit from one business that they've built and then they're like, okay, what other problem can I solve in the channel? Like, how can I help people? When I was an MSP, this was my pain point. Then they developed something that helps people who are in their shoes. So it's a very, it's a very close knit community. Yeah, it it really is a close knit community. There's a quote that like people buy from people they like. And I think it's very hard in this space to not be liked and then still try to have a successful business for sure. Yeah, I was actually, I don't want to say a victim, but um, of the tech layoffs that happened about a year ago. And I had partners reaching out to me on LinkedIn, just saying, we can't wait to see where you go and how you can help us in the future. You know, and it's because of those relationships you build over the time of events or um, webinars or anything that you're a part of that people want to help each other. So it, it's been a really fun ride. Yeah. 
people want to do. Uh, well, you'd hope that people do what is right, even when nobody's looking. Uh, and I've actually, it's weird how, how much people find out about things that you do. Anyway, you don't think anyone's looking, but it turns out somebody was. It's just you don't figure it out. Um, what is the shopping cart analogy that, uh, <laughs> that you put here? So the shopping cart test. Um, basically, if you're at the grocery store, you go to your car and you are, I don't know if lazy is the right word, but thinking that it's not your responsibility to put up a shopping cart because in doing so, um, you're really not helping anybody else. But if you leave it out, the chance of the wind taking it or it hitting another car or something like that, you're not going to get an award for putting it away. You're not going <laughs> to get any, anything other than the fact that it's just the right thing to do. And so if people, <laughs> if I see people not putting up a shopping cart, I'm like, I don't want them on my team. I want to know that people are going to take care of other people. Do you, uh, do you, do you chastise those people when you see them in public? Like if you see somebody in front of you not putting their cart away, what do you do? What, what does Mary do? Usually cough very loudly. <laughs> and just stare at them. Like you don't even have to say anything. And then as they get in their, their car, you go to the shopping cart and you show them, you model the correct behavior. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a teacher, right? Sounds, uh, yeah, similar to teachers for sure. Jamie was telling me a story <laughs> where he watched a guy walk his dog and then his dog took a poop right in front of him. And Jamie, uh, Jamie's a member of our team for those of you who he's probably laughing at this right now. <laughs> um, he watched this guy have his dog poop on the grass and was about to walk away. And Jamie's like, yo, what are you doing? He goes, oh, like I'm, I'm too busy. Uh, I'm like, I got other things to do or like, I don't have time to do this. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know what you should be doing. You should be picking that up. He goes, oh, well, I don't have a bag. And Jamie was standing right next to the dog poop bag receptacle. <laughs> look, he's like, oh, that's interesting. You mentioned it because look, they're all right here. And literally just shamed this man into then picking up his dog's poop. But uh, I guess that's like the same thing with a shopping cart. There's actually a whole YouTube series, uh, a serious channel called Cartnarks, where a guy does that. He just, he takes a giant magnet sticker and puts it on their car when he watches them not put their uh, cart away. And people get insanely mad about it. It's actually funny. Yeah, I don't think I'm brave enough to do that. But I have gotten somebody a bag and a paper towel to pick up their dog poop in my front yard. The lady just was letting it happen. And I was like, oh, hold on a second. Can I ask you something? She was like, sure. I was like, just a second. And I ran inside and got a bag and a paper towel and I handed it to her. I was like, it looks like you need that. And she was <laughs> like, what just happened? I think Jamie and I are related in some kind of way. <laughs> it's definitely very, uh, it actually happened right out here in, the, in my backyard. I watched <laughs> some kid walk his giant German shepherd over here and then let it poop right here and then walked right away. I know where this kid lives too. It's a few houses over. It's just crazy. Did you pick so, and leave a present on his porch? I thought about it, but no, no, I did not do any of that. It's still out there. It's right over there. So Maybe what that makes me question is if the kid is doing that, where did he learn that from? Yeah, I don't know. Because he had to walk it, walk his dog five houses over to here through five other backyards to get right here. It's like, you're walking him in the backyard. You know, it's going to, gonna go to the bathroom like what are you doing yeah so no i always say that the, they learn the behavior somewhere and the nut doesn't fall far from the tree yeah so. so in the spirit of bringing this back to msps so the shopping cart analogy it's a whole lesson in doing what the right doing the right thing even when nobody is looking or just the general it generally speaks to a sense of responsibility or morality whatever standard you'd like to use there that people have where do you see vendors typically falling short of 
this with their customers of honesty, integrity, service, whatever you'd like to say? I think that old school thinking of vendors is that you never tell a customer no. Just everything is a yes, we can do that, we can make this happen. And what I've learned over my time uh, working in customer experience is if the answer is no, the MSPs just want an answer. Like they don't want to be strung along and, you know, oh, it's on the roadmap, the mysterious roadmap that everybody has, right? And then it never comes to fruition. And so it makes them question your believability, if that's a word, <laughs> you know, can, can they believe what you say? And I don't mind telling an MSP, like, no, our product's not intended to function that way, or it wasn't built in a certain way. Um, even if a feature request is submitted, you know, it's not up to me to tell them, oh, yeah, we'll build that. That's up to the product specialists and that team to decide, are we going to invest the time and the hours into that? So I think just being honest and treating people the way you want to be treated, you really can't go wrong. Yeah, promising uh, people features that we don't have is, uh, that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore, not anymore. I've been scolded take, away from it. <laughs> yeah, plead the fifth on that, please. Um, why do MSPs care so much about integrity and honesty? One thing that's been clear to me is it feels like uh, everyone always wants to do business with people that they trust, for sure, at the very least. But it feels like there is this intense focus in the channel on who are the people that work at this company? What kind of people are they? Are they open, inviting, exciting, energetic? Are they honest? Do they have integrity? Are they thoughtful? Do they care? It's like, there seems to be a, a much larger importance placed on that in this industry. Why do you think that is uh, after having worked in it for a little while? I think if you peel back the layers of that, MSPs are very passionate about taking care of their customers. And as vendors, we have to make sure we're just as passionate about the MSP and their customers because that's their lifeblood. I mean, it's, you know, if think about all the data and everything they have access to for their customers, that's a very trusted and valuable relationship. And I think the role of vendors is to help support MSPs in that. Yeah. I, I was making the statement, I think last week, that to an MSP, uh, your clients are people that you've maybe grown up with. They are figures in your community. They're people who are there. There's somebody you probably met at a chamber of commerce event, right? A local group of local businesses working with local people. And so these people are not just logos to put on your website and names to reference in your customer database. They are friends, sometimes family, sometimes uh, people that you've known or friends that you've had for 30, 40 years at a time or that your grandparents had or your, it's like there is this very integrated relationship you have and this level of reverence you have for the people that you serve in as an MSP. Whereas if you flip over to the vendor side, that isn't necessarily the case. It's, I didn't grow up with the people we serve. I didn't live in the same town as them. Like we're not a geographically located business. So like we do business everywhere in the world that we possibly can. We don't just serve a single community like most MSPs do because of the nature of their business. So as a result, this, these MSPs have, well, if they, they feel that, that way about their relationship with their clients, and there's just sometimes they impress upon that to their vendors as well, where their expectations are, well, the, like this is how the people that we work with should also feel about us. And that's, in my mind, what creates tension between vendors and, and MSPs is their expectations are, these are people that I should absolutely trust and care for and to do what is right at all times. Whereas vendors don't necessarily feel that way. 
no, no vendor ever sets out to be a horrible set of people doing horrible things, but they just don't have the same level of reverence for the relationship. That's one thing I was thinking about the other day. Yeah, I don't think they understand the importance of that. Those relationships, when you're involved in an entrenched in a community and you're taking care of those members of a community, and if you think about the life cycle of an MSP, you know, 20 years ago, it was break fix. You only helped people, you know, when something was broken and you could never rely on your monthly recurring revenue. It just didn't exist. Now MSPs are true partners with their customers and that they're taking care of them all the time to make sure they're always up and running. It's not just because something broke. So that that relationship is key. Yeah. I think a lot of us could take a lot of value. Like what would happen to the world if uh, everyone treated all of their relationships like that? I don't know. I don't know if it'd be a bad thing, actually. Usually when you say, if we did all of this one way, usually that ends in bad things, but I can't think <laughs> of an example. <laughs> yeah, never say all and never. And then I find myself stopping every time I do. It's like, hold on, I should think about this for a second, for sure. So I think awesome. we, should leave, we should leave everybody with a little homework. What's the homework? Uh, it's almost like she was a teacher uh, in a previous <laughs> life. What, what homework should we leave them with, Mary? I just think they need a, to be a little more observant of, of shopping cart habits. I would say so as well. I've never had a shopping cart run into my car, but I would be very upset if all someone had to do was walk 20 yards to put their <laughs> shopping cart away and they didn't do it. Well, you and might also, be the next employee. That's honestly, I would take somebody who I saw doing that. Like uh, the pinnacle of, of like Christ like morality in my mind is almost like if are you putting other people's shopping carts away and nobody told you to? It's just like, uh, wow, that person went out of their way to do that for somebody else. That's insane. So I need to talk with that person. <laughs> it's like, why, why are you the way that you are? Is something like, is, are you on a Dr. House episode? Is there something messed up in your brain that you can't, like, you have to give away all of your wealth and everything? I don't it's, know. it's like the final question as you get to the pearly gates. By the way, I was watching you in the parking lot with that shopping cart. Yeah. <laughs> Past six shopping carts on your way here. Didn't put any of them away. You're <laughs> banished to hell forever. <laughs> That'd be unfortunate. So yeah. Observe for folks of you that are listening, observe your shopping cart habits. Walk the extra 20 yards and put your shopping cart away. You never know who's watching. Mary might be watching. <laughs> I'll be watching. <laughs> awesome. Once again, you are listening to an episode of Gone Fishing. I'm your host, Connor, CEO of Finn, and you we were joined by the wonderful Mary Signorelli. Have a blessed day, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find out more about creating high-quality security awareness training campaigns, that engage employees and change their habits, then check out FinSecurity at phinsec.io or click the link in our show notes. Thanks for fishing with me. See you next time.